Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hash Talk, a podcast exploring the best of blockchain in Asia. I'm your host, Sankalp Shangari, and this is our open source attempt to bring you the latest news, narrative, and interviews with the best minds in blockchain and related technologies. So let's dive right in. Hello, guys. So here we have today Chirdeep Singh, who is the founder of Ocean Protocol and who is also an advisor to various companies and exploring currently what his next move is going to be. Welcome, Chirdeep. How are you? Fantastic. Uh, hello, everybody. Um, hi, Sonny. Uh, glad to be here. Thank you very much uh, for inviting me. Excellent. Good to have you, Chirdeep. I know we've been talking for a long time and uh, just like myself and uh, many of our listeners, you've been uh, at Invest Asia last week. Yeah. Uh, so so I, I, I quickly want to start there actually this time. Yeah. How was your experience at Invest Asia? What did you like? What did you not like? And what do you think is the current theme that you are hearing? Um, I didn't spend too much time in any of the talks, but I think broadly... Um, I spent quite some time talking to a number of people and, and the main focus I think of everybody in the industry now is what exactly will it take to kind of get more people on board to make sure that blockchain um, and cryptocurrencies both, and I actually do make a distinction, um, will actually gain some kind of uh, mass adoption. And I think there are, I'm seeing one increasing tendency, which is everybody seems to now start. There's been a, a, a focus on talking about what will it take to get enterprises on board and focus on, on ensuring that there are solutions that are more um, enterprise focused, that actually solve real problems. And that are less about utopia and more about what what the hard knock really is all, is, is is all about and i think that's that and that is what will actually change um and and actually we, we are reaching that kind of a tipping point i think um which which i don't think is too far off very good very good so guys uh, uh just just to let you know uh chirdeep uh, is the founder of uh, the famous uh, ocean protocol and and uh, he's he's uh, also uh, an investor in in various companies, uh, largely in the blockchain and the AI space, and and, and also fintech, uh, uh, European, uh, uh, born in India, and now living in Singapore for some time. Um, rather than me, Chirdeep, I think my listeners would like to uh, hear from you. What and where have you been? What is your background and, and how come you're here in the blockchain space today? Okay, um, uh, okay, that's, that's, that's quite a, um, a loaded question, which I'll, I'll, I'll try and, and kind of synthesize. Um, so my journey has been mostly um, starting from tech. So I, I grew up in India, you know, did, did my, my undergrad in computer science and then went to EPFL in Switzerland to uh, do my master's and that was in distributed systems and uh, most of my concentration there was around fault tolerance and fault tolerant uh, uh, consensus um, didn't know that 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 will lead to this you know um, 
this amazing space of, of, of blockchain. But uh, I spent quite some time in um, working around uh, distributed systems, consensus algorithms, and so on. And then I, I took a break, went to IBM Research for a while, uh, came back, started a PhD at EPFL, which I didn't, didn't finish. And that's where my entrepreneurial journey really started. I moved to London, um, studied at London Business School. And uh, since then, I would say I started about four um, data or AI companies. And one of my realizations was that one of the banes of any data or AI company is getting access to data. And um, it seemed like a lot of my friends were actually seeing this problem. Um, in one of my companies, I spent probably half of investor money and about a year just generating data, which was um, pretty stupid in my mind because uh, I needed some data which any call center could have given to me. But for various compliance reasons, business reasons, I would not get access to it. And this led me to believe that that, that things need to change. And that, and um, in 2017, I got an opportunity to come and uh, lead a company uh, called Dex, which was a data marketplace. Now, that's when... Um, I actually realized that if we really want to make sure that we have data as an asset, we need to, um, and one of the problems that we had around, around data marketplaces was trust was a massive problem. So it felt like blockchain is going to be an interesting, would be an interesting solution to actually convert data into a real asset for us to be able to um, exchange the data to, to kind of monetize it to also kind of have these these uh, regulations that were coming in, whether it's GDPR or whether it is various other forms of, 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 of uh, data privacy. Um, we, we decided that um, uh, at, at DEX, we decided that we needed a different kind of approach. And that's what led me to first uh, come up with the idea of Ocean, which, uh, which was then conceived in September of 2017. And uh, yeah, we went ahead and actually um, raised uh, about 35 million US dollars and uh, grew this uh, uh, this thing and 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 we we released the the test net uh, in March this year. Now the whole idea of Ocean really is to have a blockchain substrate, which on top of it, on top of which you have a middleware and you have uh, ability to build various marketplaces. Uh, data marketplaces, uh, marketplaces for models, and to actually enable a full data supply chain and to build a whole ecosystem on top of it, which would enable better data sharing, more data sharing, and to actually democratize the access to data. Uh, and this whole orchestration of data supply chain such that um, there are no barriers around uh, uh, sharing of data, but also to, to make sure that, that data analytics and AI goes mainstream faster. And that's that, that. That was a big goal of of, of Ocean. Very good, awesome, awesome. Uh, in in you know you talk a lot about data, and and uh, you obviously uh, are one of those people who have a lot of experience in on the regulatory side of data as well, how to handle it. And like you mentioned, the new GDPR, and and such close scrutiny by so many regulators on crypto. Um, where do you think uh, blockchains and data fit, especially in light of the entire regulatory framework? Um, it, I don't think in terms of regulation, anything changes when it comes to data. I think there's there's more 
understanding of of data privacy and and understanding of what 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 is being done with people's data right uh, i so gdpr and so on is about more giving giving people more control of that data but also making sure that organizations do not overstep in terms of what they do with the data but also take the right kind of consent um so ultimately if you really look at what blockchain really is it's a database it's a database that has certain properties uh which you know increasingly you you know i've I, i've started thinking that that you know things like immutability for example is it a bug or is it a feature i mean life if you really look at life well life nothing is is immutable yeah right and um but it has certain interesting properties which i think uh can be very useful given that it's a database let us say you want to make sure you want to have a verifiable audit of what happened to the data who touched the data what you know uh what did they do with it and so on so regulators do not say do not share data what they say is i need to know if you shared it with somebody and what did they do with it if that question is asked it should be clear right that is that is still post surgery uh, uh do you envisage a world where you and i can really control our data via blockchains uh, uh, who has access who doesn't have access uh, rather than being at the mercy of facebooks of the world well i don't think you can entirely do that so firstly i at the minute at least nobody's going to put their data on 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 a public blockchain it's not going to happen you don't want everybody to see it right i don't want everybody to see um all my personal personal information now there might be other mechanisms of sharing let us say if you want to solve problems like cancer and you want to solve problems like parkinson's disease and so on there will be mechanisms in which data will get shared where the data does not move but you actually know who it is attributed to where exactly it came from what is the provenance of the data so that when a model is being trained by using that and if something happens the regulators can go back and check was it fake data or was it real data yeah right now to that extent i think yes blockchains are extremely extremely interesting right but if you're asking me if personal data and you know is 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 going to be some make you know being on 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 a blockchain is going to solve some of our problems i i have my doubts but again i think we are still at the very early days of 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 this technology and i am waiting for the day when we don't have to talk about blockchain but actually talk about solutions uh, ultimately because it's 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 essentially a database so we don't talk about oracle databases in the same way i don't remember any anybody kind of talking about it in in this way um and i think it just solves a problem it it is it is part of a of a of a solution platform and that's what that's what we'll we'll end up looking at it as that that's that's uh, very true what you said at the end of the day blockchain is is a database and what is those real problems it is solving and i think i think i'm with you on that that those real problems or or even identifying those real problems that blockchain can solve uh, is is why we are not at a mass adoption stage mm-hmm. right now uh, so 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 but in in your opinion uh, uh, these infrastructure layers that ocean protocol or metic or other 
so many of the new new ones are coming up do you do you think they can compete against the first movers of ethereum or the might and the money of tron or eos or or telegram um it's a it's an interesting one because um so if i break down that question it is is it um so if you look at somebody like ethereum and so on it's more about the 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 ecosystem and the community around them yeah right and then there is there is there is the others who actually are sitting on huge volumes of 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 cash right now the reality of at least the way i look at the world is um both of those have their place but they are not the ones that actually end up having all the winning formulas i think i think this with the very recent coming together of ethereum foundation and the hyperledger foundation to solve i think enterprise solutions is what will actually be the winning kind of formula mm-hmm. it isn't so i think it's it, if people come come towards it from technology or people come towards it only from the 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 direction of business i don't think it really works it's about is there a problem that that this can really solve is it an enterprise problem is it is it where uh, we really see that um, there are massive barriers that are being broken yeah data has always been shared data that's not the problem the problem is how do i make it easier faster simpler you know instead uh, so every time somebody has to share data they actually have to kind of sign a sign a contract which takes 6 months to put together then build an infrastructure that takes another 6 months instead of that you know if if you if you would have the same problem in terms of let us say me sending you an email then that's stupid right that's why we said we need a protocol to make sure that 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 data could be shared now uh coming back to well who which of these will win well those who actually solve a real world problem and actually are able to scale that and i by that i don't mean i don't care whether it's a public blockchain or a private blockchain whether it's a consortium or not i i don't think it matters i think what matters is uh does it solve a real problem uh are companies and people behind it and can it scale that's it that's very true i think i think a, a word for our listeners especially uh, young listeners uh, that uh, who are, who are starting the entrepreneurial journey uh, that's one question you should be living breathing eating drinking sleeping what is a problem i'm solving in my in my startup and 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 it could be anything it could be a data infrastructure blockchain but but a real problem has to be there otherwise uh, you play playing a very different game which which may or may not win um in in this journey chardeep what is the biggest challenge that you faced while while building this this entire infrastructure oh way too many um <laughs> uh i think i think irrespective the, the 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 biggest challenge i think of any any enterprise i mean forget about you know the latest one uh i i think is getting your um getting your product market fit right 
and I think one of the challenges we see with, with the wider blockchain world is I think people are starting with this is the solution what is the problem and it's and and using the same hammer you know if, no matter what nail you see you're just people are just using their blockchain hammer to actually you know solve it um, I would say that that the sooner that we are starting to see you know more experienced people who have actually been through um, building products or actually solved some problems before and now with the application of, of um, things like blockchain actually um, enable a very different kind of solution or a better solution which otherwise did not exist or could not exist and that is that is to me the tipping point and that tipping point is 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 is, is in my opinion around the corner in the next probably a uh, couple of years and i think being being there ahead of 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 time is is extremely important um yeah awesome very 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 clear thoughts uh, obviously experience speaks itself um what's the best advice you have gotten in life and 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 in work in general ah that's a that's a hard one um that's 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 a really hard one so that could um i i mean it's i think one of the most important things is to be true to yourself um this a lot of times what what happens is i think a lot of us get carried away with uh what is in front of us whether it's technology whether it's business whether it's money or whether it's 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 something else um i think it's it's important to to spend some time with with oneself to say is that the if you've tried to convince yourself that let us say that is what you want to do or that is what you are capable of doing is that true it's about being true to yourself and i think um, i'll give you an example of where i where, where i actually have done that in the past my thought was 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 very useful to me um every time i started a venture i actually wrote business plans and and i and i've actually most often than not i've seen people write a business plan to convince themselves right but the thing is even and 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 they write it in a way that actually says that therefore i should do it and i would say write a business plan in a way that says uh, why should you not do it or is let me put it another way uh, what are the reasons why this will fail rather than what are the reasons why this will this will actually succeed so be true to yourself if you think that the business plan is not is not viable enough it is not something that that will actually you know solve the real problem or it is not really uh, a, a venture that that's that's worth going towards then chuck that business plan i think more most often than not they're not when people start writing one they stick with it right i've actually chucked more business plans after i've written and spent weeks and weeks on it than i've actually gone and executed on mm-hmm. and and uh, that i see very rarely happening and i think that if you're true to yourself you'll actually do that people will do that more 
that's good advice and and i know you are also advising a lot of companies uh would you like to tell us more about what kind of companies you are advising investing and and what is that you tell them about this philosophy um well i can't i can't name any of the companies i'm under under ndas and so on but um um mostly these are um i would say either within the data space or the ai space and if necessary um bring in elements of blockchain into it and i think my biggest advice to most of them has so far been make sure again being true to yourself but also make sure you're actually solving a real problem and one of the things that actually worries me is when people um jump on a bandwagon just because they think that that it's indeed uh somewhere where they can actually raise some money or they can actually put some team together but is there enough there is there enough delta in their product in their solution that will make them special that will make them scale it right um i i think uh increasingly i would say that money is not the biggest issue when it actually comes to um starting a a company it is um it is when you actually reach the fifth customer and right to the 10th or the 20th customer and if you are able to show that you are actually solving a problem for them you are in a, on a winning streak and i and i think um people actually end up celebrating way to way too early or uh, get caught way before that yeah and i think um so 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 my my whole aim when i'm when i'm actually advising is to kind of help them navigate this and 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 make sure that they don't fall through some of these pitfalls themselves because some of these these um mistakes can be extremely expensive and i'd rather that uh, they do cheaper mistakes than expensive mistakes <laughs> <laughs> now fair enough and and in that sense uh what is that company what is uh, the companies you're advising or or any company in the blockchain space who who who's your favorite uh, who's your favorite person or a favorite company uh among those that i'm advising i can't get into uh details sure, but, sure. But, but um in terms of uh the companies that i that are my favorite now that's that that's a hard one i i i'm going to find it hard to kind of name and name any 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 company so to speak but i can say that what what excites me is is organizations who are now starting to do things like automating um uh processes that 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 we do um on a daily basis and i think we are reaching a kind of a an interesting inflection point around uh what people call ai um is where increasingly in the enterprise space automation of um just regular stuff let us say just filling in some stupid um you know spreadsheet uh with various things and you know human beings are involved in doing that you know day in day out and so on i think there are a number of processes that happen within organizations that 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 are moving towards automation and i think there are 
there's an inflection point happening as we speak. There are companies that are actually trying to solve some of those kind of problems. Th- those are the things that actually excite me because um, I think I think we as human beings and 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 and, and also um, as businesses these days we we have reached a phase where I think uh, we are going to have this automation happen in our workspace very very quickly. And by that I don't mean you know. Uh, people are going to lose their jobs and so on. I think we'll find others and so on, as 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 human beings always do. But I think we are we are reaching a very interesting point around that. Great, great. Uh, talk talking of automation and and uh, obviously AI and humans uh, and the evolution of humanity is is a burning topic these days. Um, and and talking of humanity. Uh, I know, I know you you have some deep thoughts on on life and philosophy. Uh, what is what is that one quote that you are always narrating to people or your teams? Something that you always say about life, or or a quote that resonates with your thinking. Well, I think I'd bring it back to. Um, being uh, true to yourself um it it talks about being ethical being uh doing the right thing and doing it for the right reasons and ensuring you're not actually stepping on something which is 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 wrong but i think asking that yourself is is extremely important there's one other thing that actually i tell most of the people that i advise is everything you do as a leader is about trying to de-risk things when you start every every morning and evening ask yourself what is it that you need to de-risk today yeah because that is what will tell you whether you need to hire people 3 months down the line or whether you need to actually build a certain product you know 6 months down the line because you then start planning now if you start looking at things about de-risking that and that that will actually make sure you're leading from the front rather than um you're actually just firefighting all the time great that's that's a, that's a really good philosophy and 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 a very interesting life that you have <laughs> uh uh you know lived in obviously different continents and different places around the world uh worked in different uh settings different technologies uh over 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 a couple of decades now um what make me sound old now <laughs> well i'm not trying to give away your age yet uh but but listeners can always uh, dm me for for his age <laughs> what what what's what's the name of the book if somebody was to write a book about your life what would be the name of that book you you've left me speechless uh <laughs> what would be the name of my book um Well, well, thinking slowly. Yeah, <laughs> thinking slowly. That that's that's actually a great trait. It's not not easy to come. Like uh, uh, you know, Blaine Pascal says, uh, uh, humanity's problems mostly stem from man's ability to uh, sit for half an hour in a room. 
Well, um, I I think uh, so. One of I I agree with that. I think one of the, the things that we have lost is ability to concentrate on on on, on a few things for a certain people and how SMTP works to actually explain how email functions. So you don't need to do that. Um, block Bitcoin price. Um, again, this is this is in some ways speculation, and it is it is. I'm I'm more a guy who actually tries to use technology to solve problems, and so to me this one is 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 a hard one. But I think given what I've said so far in terms of inflection points and 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 mainstream and so on, I think. Um, uh, Cryptocurrencies will actually see its day in not too distant the future. I, uh, take you what you might by me saying that whether therefore Bitcoin price will go up or maybe something else that will come up, it's whose price will go up. But I think we are going to see um, um, enterprises come in. We are going to see institutional investors come in. We are going to see mainstream adoption. But I think at the minute the friction for mainstream adoption is pretty pretty high. So yeah, yeah. so the barrier is 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 extremely high. Um, just the fact that you know, forget about just you know people over the age of fifty or sixty having to remember twenty different passwords. If you're going to give them a private key to say that's where everything is going to be and how they're going to handle it, uh, it's a it's 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 a it's a pretty difficult thing, so I think uh, the bar is pretty high. Uh, but I don't. But I think people are are working on on solutions. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Uh, Childev, you're allowed to ask me one question in the end. So go on. What, what do you want to ask me? Uh, what will be the price of Bitcoin in the next six months? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, uh, you're turning the tables on me. So. Uh, I, I think I think a uh, uh, lot of people are overestimating the price uh, that it could go to twenty five fifty and 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 yes it could but but uh, we are also underestimating the powers of the government to clamp down uh, not only Bitcoin but but the altcoins. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and 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 ha- and 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 the other concern that I have is rehypothetication of Bitcoin and the derivatives on Bitcoin, mm-hmm. which could which could suppress the price. Uh, the bullish case for Bitcoin that many many people have made, uh, but but the most important bullish case in my opinion is halving of the supply yes. uh, every four years, which yeah. is again upcoming next year. Yeah. Uh, so so I I think. If I was to give a price range, we could we could easily see the price double from here in the next twelve months, which which would be a great asset return yield on on any asset. Uh, other two, which I'm bullish, is gold and the U.S. dollar. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So I would I would hold these three in my portfolio. Okay. Uh, thank you. Um, I mean, you're a very thoughtful person, and I. Uh, uh, I like that you actually, you know, didn't just just go ahead and say that this is what it will be. But uh, I like your reasoning. I think there's yes. there's, there's some 
something something interesting we will we will sit down for a coffee or or you will buy me drinks and and we will using bitcoin using <laughs> and and uh, i can i can speak for hours on that topic okay so it'll be lovely so so chirdeep thank you so much for being here today i uh, really enjoyed knowing uh, the person behind uh, some great uh, data and infrastructure things that you have been doing uh, very good and and uh, will 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 i'm sure our listeners would would have loved that as well so thank you once again thank you for inviting me thank, thank you. you #talk is an attempt to bring out the best of blockchain narratives in asia you can find show notes on this episode and lot of free resources at hashanova.com If you like this and you found this valuable please share this on your social media and please subscribe to our weekly newsletter at hashanova.com thank you for listening everyone hold up